Hello? There it is. Okay. I was literally about to send you a screenshot. Interesting. Like, I was in, and I could hear you tapping on the screen. And I was like, hello? Hello? What the heck? That's so weird. (laughs) Okay, well, I think we're, we're live right now. Yes, we are. Okay, so... Let me just start it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) My name is Joey Mistretta, a.k.a. White Lightning. Just kidding. Nobody calls me that. And I am here with Brianna Pereira. Um, Hashtag. uh, What's your hashtag? Hashtag hot butt chick. Hot butt chick? Hoppa. Oh. (laughs) Oh, this is a G-rated podcast. Come on now. You can do that Not on your anymore, X-rated podcast. Apparently. <laughs> hot. Okay, so we're here with Hot Butt Chick and no. White Lightning. <laughs> and, you know, uh, we have been discussing some controversial subjects, as many people are. And we are going to be blatantly honest. There's a good chance that, as a listener, you might not like what we're going to say. There's a good chance you might really like what we're going to say. And we're going to say what people don't really have the guts to say. So, before we get started, Brianna, do you have anything you want to tell people? Uh, yeah, I would just say that when listening to this podcast, be able to listen with an open mind and not be so easily swayed by, you know, personal bias or what the media tells you, but to just hear us out and these are our own opinions and you don't have to take it for yourself. There you go. Now, let's go ahead and get started. So, to uh, kind of preference what's going on, I am a white male, and Brianna is a half-white, half-Asian female. So, we both have different um, different uh, experiences with what we're going to be talking about. And um, obviously, Black Lives Matter movement is a big deal right now, and racism is being thrown around like it's just the word yes. Like it's just such a common word right now. And um, we're, we're, we want to caution against using that. So maybe, Brianna, I'll just ask you, and then I'll give an answer once you're done talking. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the correct way to approach racism in today's world? Not just with cops, but just racism in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good question, Joey. And I think that the term racist has definitely been thrown around um, quite often. Uh, A lot of people will use it in the context of whenever you're joking around and you're poking fun at a certain race. And we kind of, in a way, um, kind of belittle the definition of what it means to be a racist. And if we look at what the definition is of racism, it's, prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. And I feel like there's a lot of times that we kind of blur this line and um, we forget the actual true definition of racism and it's just kind of like overplayed. And so when approaching racism, it's when you notice that another person is intentionally asserting their superiority over another race. And, you know, what that can look like is, you know, a white person 
you know, abusing their authority in most recent cases is with, you know, white cops asserting their superiority over people of minorities. Um, and so it's keeping that in mind. It's not saying that because you are white, you are racist. And I think a lot of people are falling back onto that argument because of what has happened in the past with slavery, um, with, you know, like slave trading, all of that stuff. Um, even during the time of segregation and Jim Crow laws. But a, a particular race does not mean that they are racist because of the color of their skin, because of their ethnicity, because of their history. Um, a lot of us carry that white heritage, not saying all, because obviously we're all different races, mm-hmm. but for those who are, you know, are white, we have that heritage. But what our ancestors did about a hundred years ago, um, if not more, should not have a reflection on who we are today. We can't excuse the actions of, of our ancestors in the past and what, have, what has happened in history, but we can make a change. But we shouldn't have to apologize for being white. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's what a lot of people are demanding now is that because you're white, you're racist. Because you are silent in this issue, you're, it's because you're racist. You're, you're okay with what's happening. And I know, I'm sorry, like, I'm probably, like, carrying into, like, the other questions. But um, no, that was, that was kind of, like, the gist of what I think of just approaching racism. Yeah, no. What are your it's, what are your thoughts on it's that? It's not an interview, it's a conversation. And um I think one thing that has been a real issue is the fact that it's being very it's being made out to be very political and that sucks. Like this isn't mm-hmm. this isn't Democrats versus Republicans and everything in between. This is a matter mm-hmm. of a man who was murdered by a cop and mm-hmm. basically black people are just saying they're over it. They're over being treated like that. The thing about it is they're, it's not just black people too. It's anyone who's supporting this black lives matter movement. It's not necessarily wrong, but the way people are going about it, it's not solving anything. Like we're trying to, they're trying to draw awareness, but all they're doing instead of really standing up for what they believe in, they're just getting mad at everyone else. They're getting mad Mm -hmm. at people who Mm -hmm. don't speak Mm -hmm. up. And what they don't understand is there are people who don't know what to believe about this right now. Nobody, I mean, there are some racists, but most people aren't sitting back saying, oh, well, I'm a racist. I'm not going to say anything. It's more like, Mm -hmm. well, do I really support marching through the streets, standing up for this one incident? And there have been multiple incidents with cops killing white people or uh, black people. But that being said, like, some people just don't know what to believe. And the other thing that people need to take into account that no one wants to talk about is the fact that segregation was an issue up until mm-hmm. 1940s, 1950s. Like, it was a big mm-hmm. issue. Obviously, racism still is. But there, you know, during that time, like, people, black people had to use different restrooms at times. And the first professional black athlete wasn't until 1947 when Jackie Robinson. So mm-hmm. a lot of our grandparents and even parents were raised in an era where racism was pretty much accepted. Like, obviously, it was a lot further ahead than it was before. 
but a lot of them might not have the same beliefs as people as you and are you and um my age and that might just be what they believe and i think that young millennials love to just shout they're offended blah 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 without even thinking about what they're saying and some people might not understand how serious of an issue this still is and i just think that running around screaming getting mad at people for being silent and calling them racist is wrong because racism is when you're opposed to a race and being silent on this issue isn't being opposed to the race they're not trying to harm them people are just trying to listen and what's funny is a lot of these people are saying well you you need to listen and stuff well that's exactly what some people are trying to do and it's like if they don't Mm -hmm. post a black square on their instagram then they're freaking kkk which is just total bs and i hate Mm -hmm. i hate what's going on with that right and just to add on to that um i think the whole silence equals consent thing is completely bogus and has it holds no valid argument there because a lot of the times the reason why that we're silent or we're not speaking up about the issue is because we know that as people who are white or even just other ethnicities when once we open our mouth about said issue that we're immediately going to receive there's no going back um yeah, no, we're going to receive condemnation. We're going to receive, you know, a lot of um, uh, what's the word judgment because they're going to keep us quiet because we said something wrong. We didn't approach it the right way. Or they're going to say, oh, you're just doing this because, you know, you just want to be accepted. Let me give an example of that to support your argument. So there's a quarterback mm-hmm. named Drew Brees. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Um, Drew Brees mm-hmm. is a white quarterback in the NFL. And all he mm-hmm. said was that he will not. Um, kneel for the national anthem which if you remember Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. was a quarterback who was kneeling for the national anthem right. to support, or mm-hmm. not support but to show awareness for police brutality Drew Brees said he yeah. wouldn't do it and what happened? Mm-hmm. Instead of people supporting him saying yeah he loves America, whatever no, he got thrashed by his own teammates, by everybody in the media, the sports world and oh my god, this guy was so thrashed but what's happened is He's literally had to backtrack his comments, and now he's like almost mm. – I don't know what he believes now. The way he's sounding, it's almost mm-hmm. like he's kneeling for the anthem now. I don't know what happened, but this guy mm-hmm. just got freaking thrashed on social media. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was more so that he had to apologize. I'm oh, sure that his agents were forcing him to. I mean, he's like, you know, in his, what, late 40s now or like early 40s? Uh, he's late right? 30s. Okay, late 30s, early 40s. Um, So, you know, he's still trying to maintain his contract um, with his team. So he's not going to, you know, throw that all away because of a tweet that people are just blowing out of proportion. So I think that they kind of were like, you know, trying to say, hey, you need to clean this up, you know, like, you know, PR stuff. But I'm sure like he genuinely meant that. Like, you know, he didn't mean to step on anybody's toes. But the whole thing about this situation and it's pretty clear in the example with Drew Brees is that when we make a comment about something people are so quick to jump on the offensive so and they're saying that they're they're like that personally offended me you're not seeing me you're not hearing me for who I am and if you look at his quote um of what he said um in his tweet he didn't say anything 
racist in any of what he said. Um, he, when he was in the interview, he was saying that he doesn't agree with people kneeling um, during the national anthem. And I understand why Colin Kaepernick and his other fellow teammates did that. It was in support of the their fallen brothers um, who were killed um, by, you know, white cops. But the thing is that kneeling during the national anthem is much deeper symbol than they're letting on. Yes, they're paying their respects to their fallen brothers, but at the same time, they're disrespecting something that is very sacred and what this country is founded on, and that is unity. And um, with the United States, um, just all the people who have been serving for our country, who treat that flag um, with, you know, it's very sacred to them. And so kneeling during the flag just shows disrespect. It shows like, I don't, we're not standing together united, you know? And I feel like if they wanted to make such a statement of, you know, paying their respects and, you know, standing up for um, the Black community, they could kneel at any other time, not during the national anthem, you know, because that's disrespectful to those who have served for our country and they honor that flag. Yeah. So I, so that's my take on that. Um, what are your thoughts on kneeling? Um, during the national well yeah and like the whole argument is when whenever anyone tries to Trump was like you know you don't kneel for the national anthem and of course everyone's like well you're a white Mm -hmm. and he's the president of the United States it just makes him want to do it more he can say that he should say that and Uh the thing is it's you want something more than not supporting the troops and not loving America it's it's so much deeper. Yeah. But in the end, anybody who loves America, and I know black people who refuse mm-hmm. to kneel for the national anthem. Hell, my my uncle isn't about that, and he's he's African American. It's it's mm-hmm. not it's deeper. Like it's I think they're literally mad at America because they know what America mm-hmm. has done in terms of slavery, but what they need to understand mm-hmm. is up until about sixty to seventy years ago. Not just not slavery necessarily, but racism and segregation was what was common, and we're still learning how to live together in perfect unity and peace. This isn't our fault. Me as a white male who's mm-hmm. 23 years old has nothing to do with what happened back then. I am not racist mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. I love black people. I love all races. So do you. But in the end, mm-hmm. we still mm-hmm. need to be able to speak our minds because we live in America where free speech is incredibly important. And if that is stripped away because anything we say can be held against us in terms of race, which actually it can't, by the way, but it's just mm-hmm. more media bashing than actual legal legality of things. But if I'm trying to avoid right. being, luckily my voice isn't big enough to be bashed by the media, but I guarantee if I were on <laughs> some major network and I said exactly what I'm saying right now, people would call me a white supremacist mm-hmm. and a racist because I'm a white man. If a black man said the same thing that right. I said, they would just ignore it because they don't want to hear it, but they wouldn't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. So right. my point is from both sides, because I'm not trying to attack anyone who supports it. I'm trying to mm-hmm. just say what people don't want to say. People are scared to say this because they know the consequences and it needs to be said. And I think 
people are living in fear now of saying it. And if you don't support this yeah. movement, then basically you're just an awful person is what they're trying to push. And that's the media. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. The media pushes what they want mm-hmm. all the time. And a lot of the time they don't speak for yeah. the people. I mean, they bashed Donald Trump on a consistent basis. Yet who won the election? Donald Trump. Who should win the election upcoming? Mm-hmm. Probably Donald Trump. Because I don't know how anyone can confidently vote for Joe Biden, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. The guy is incompetent and doesn't know what he's saying half the time. <laughs> so, um yeah, I just think it's well, the world we live in. The media is going to push what they want to push. They're going to try to get their agenda across. And they're it's honestly, mm-hmm. I think this might be controversial. I think they're anti-American. I think it's deeper than Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I think they're anti-American. Mm-hmm. I think they want to move towards mm-hmm. a more socialist type order. And where there's not elections and stuff mm-hmm. where they don't have to deal mm-hmm. with conservatives winning, mm-hmm. where they can control everything. Mm-hmm. Where they can control what right. we buy, what we wear. I mean, we're already headed in this direction mm-hmm. with not being able to say what we want. Right. Free speech is already pretty much gone. Um, if you speak out right. again, it's not just homosexual or uh, homosexuals. It's not just um, this issue. It's also <laughs> issues like homosexuality or issues like gun control. Like it's almost like if you are against what the media believes about those issues, then you're going to be made out to be a a homophobe or a killer and i think Mm -hmm. the whole point of this is free speech and we need to be able to say what we want or not just what we want Mm -hmm. but what we truly truly believe Mm -hmm. but here's the ironic thing is that people are going to be pushing for you know saying like we have our rights we in the amendment that we have freedom of speech and the funny thing is that people usually use that argument you know, to support their case. So in this case, it's, you know, the black community saying we have a right. They can say what they want, but no one else speech, can. Right? <laughs> exactly. And I think that that is just such a commonality in America right now. Let me clarify one thing you said real quick. Just so it's like, you're it's, clear. It's not just the black community. It's every whites, everybody who supports this Black Lives Matter movement. Right. Absolutely. And it's just an example of just, you know, what is relevant right now. But it is true Um, in just media in general, you know, you got people saying that I have the right to say what I want because it's my right. And then as soon as somebody else wants to speak up about the issue who doesn't necessarily agree with your views or your political, you know, opinions, they're going to say, oh, no, you're wrong and shoot you down. And that's not what it's about. Media should be a platform in which we engage in conversation. There shouldn't be this thing of where we're trying to prove why we are right, why our opinions, our political beliefs are correct. Because if we go down that line, then we're going to keep constantly keep caring about what people think. And then that means that we're just never going to be able to speak up and use our own voice, which is our right, our what our whole country was founded on. Yeah. And um, I think that... Um, it's just incredible because in another example, um, in, in the case where there was a, a gay couple going to a Christian bakery, um, I forget the state, it might have been Ohio, um, but they went to this bakery and um, the, the bakery refused service to them um, because they were a Christian bakery. So they don't necessarily agree with their, you know, um, what they believe and in, in gay marriage and things like that. 
and they also, they're a store, so they have the right to refuse service to anybody. But this gay couple wanted to push it a little bit further, and so they wound up trying to sue the baker. And I just think that things like that is just, you know, like you already know that they they don't necessarily agree with your views, so don't try to force them. What to did they want exactly? You. The gay couple. What did they um, want from the bakery? Oh, they wanted a wedding cake okay. for their their wedding, and so it's things like that where um, people are trying to force other people to accept them, and I think that's also kind of what's going on right now, is that people are saying. We need to bring awareness to this issue. We need people to get on board. We need people to wake up and do this and do that. And I feel like the way that they're going about it is the wrong way. If you're trying to get people to support you and be aware of the issue that's at hand and see the racial injustice within our police system, don't shoot down other people. Don't have, don't cause other people to apologize for their race. I think that that's just wrong because it's just belittling them and then making them feel guilty even though they had no involvement in it whatsoever. And to, I'm not entirely sure, you know, what the end goal is here for this protest. I'm sure it's for reformation as one of them, but I feel like other people are thinking that all of this is gonna eventually end racism in quotation marks because racism can't just die over a couple of weeks because you keep protesting you carry your picket sign for a continual basis of a couple weeks it's not going to end racism racism is going to be alive and well for who knows how long and this is going to be something that you know is going to take time for people to register in their minds of, you know, let's see it from a different viewpoint instead of just viewing it and seeing, you know, somebody or just seeing color instead of a person or just seeing like, you know, oh, just let it go over their heads and, you know, ignore the issues that are at hand. This is going to be something that is going to have to be ingrained in our brains for a long time because you just have too many generations and too much, you know, history and traditions with, you know, family that have been carrying it on for years, <clears throat> you know? So that's just my take on that and, you know, what's going on in the media. Yeah, right I now. think, you know, on that note, they definitely do have the right to protest. That's First Amendment. And we're not arguing mm-hmm. against that. Um, mm-hmm. any, anybody has the right to protest. I could go mm-hmm. out right now and protest that mm-hmm. I don't get enough food. I could go say that, even though I do. I could go say that. Like, I have that right. <laughs> um one so the thing about this conversation is this conversation some people are going to want to listen to and be like yeah i totally agree some people are going to just feel like you know what you're an idiot you're you're racist you're white supremacist you you don't know what you're talking about you're ignorant so this conversation is important to have mm-hmm. but also there's no really way of truly winning this conversation um this argument so the last thing i really okay. wanted to say mm-hmm. something we can all agree on is whether you're a believer in Jesus or you don't believe that Jesus died for our soul, um, we can all, I think most people agree that Jesus was a person on earth. I think most people agree that he was a good person on earth, whether you're a believer in Jesus or not. 
Um, either you know, even if you're atheist or whatever, I believe everyone believes he was at least a prophet or a man who was on earth. And um, he was a well-documented, very good man. And I think the one question we can ask is how would Jesus handle this? And I know some churches like try to say WWJD, blah, blah, blah. But how would the actual man, Jesus, handle the same circumstance? And I think that, I mean, if you really think about what Jesus would do, he would definitely love everybody. He would be upset that the cop killed that person in the first place. Um, I, de- I know he wouldn't be riding. I know he wouldn't be freaking doing what some of these people are doing. And I think it would just be a lot more love and unity. And I think this goes to both sides, whether you're really pro-Black Lives Movement or you're not pro just that movement um i think people just need to show more love and unity to each other there's got to be an element of forgiveness and i think that people who support black lives matter can't just be mad at every white person and every cop um anybody who's silent because them doing that isn't solving anything that's what they don't understand it's actually just yes. feeling more it's, of the tension. But the then also channels like Fox on. and conservative type based news who are trying to say, you know, these people don't know what they're talking about. They're wrong. They're not helping either. Like, I'm sorry. If you're conservative and you think you're on the right yeah. here, some of the way of some of the way that conservatives are acting isn't helping either. We have to be able to fully right. talk to each other and listen and just show love to each other. That's the only way. We can do it. That's how Jesus would have done it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be my closing thought mm-hmm. on this for my, for me is just, you know, what would he do? Mm-hmm. And if we're actually going to solve this, if we're actually going to come to a peaceful resolution without any more writing, any more tension, any more stupid, stupid social media mm-hmm. outlet backlash, this is just so mm-hmm. dumb. It's it's mm-hmm. got to be through love mm-hmm. and showing each other that we love each other, and that that's the only only way this can happen. Right, and just like a few um, closing arguments for me, um, I just think that you were right on of just you know about how um, Jesus would approach this situation, and I know that not everyone is a believer. I am fully aware of that. Um, but Jesus was a very peaceful person and he was very gracious in the way that he handled it. I mean, the guy literally got convicted of claiming that he was king of the Jews and people were saying that he was a heretic for saying that. Like, no, there's no person that can claim that they are God. Like, no. And, and they literally, you know, hung him on a cross, nailed him into a cross. And Jesus didn't, you know... Uh, react in anger he didn't um you know try to condemn them or you know um speak hatred towards them or or rally up a a group of people or rally up his disciples and you know fight the issue he handled it with the utmost grace and we have a lot of other um leaders in history who followed the same um path as jesus did um you got martin luther king you have gandhi these people who engaged in uh peaceful protests yes it probably wasn't the most peaceful because you had police um uh, abusing these protesters and you know resorting to police brutality but the way that they handled it they were peacefully marching through the streets with their signs and even though that these police officers were you know hosing them down with 
you know, fire fire hoses and um, releasing their dogs on them, they still maintained that course. They said, no, we're not going to give in to violence as well because violence and violence doesn't solve anything. That's like fighting fire with fire. You're not going to put out the fire. You're just going to make it worse. And I think that we need to remember that. And yeah, Martin Luther King died. And yeah, Gandhi also died. But it was in their death that left their legacy for generations to come, to see the work that they did. They laid the foundation for people. I mean, Martin Luther King literally fueled the civil rights movement. And um, and inevitably, they were able to get their point across. And they were able to abolish the Jim Crow laws and the segregation and all of that um, and pave the way for a better you know, future. And I think that we need to remember those things, those key moments in history and not just see, yes, the whites were prejudiced against blacks, but it's seeing how they were able to change history and alter the course so that we can all see each other as, as God's creation, not as on one side, blacks on the other or other minorities. It's seeing them for who they are, and that's God's creation. They're fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And once we realize that, I'm sure that we would be able to accept each other much more easily than what we're doing right now. And so that's just my closing argument on that. Well, we are right about at the 30-minute mark, so... I think that's about to wrap it up. Uh, Brianna, you have anything else you want to add in before I end this thing? Uh, no, I, I think I'm good. All right, well, this is just a uh, shot at constructive conversation. I know this is going to trigger some people. I know this isn't what is sexy to hear right now, what's, what's trending. But in the end, we're going to speak what we truly believe, what we believe based on our belief systems. And I hope people understand where we're coming from. Know that we speak everything we say in pure love and um, just hoping to see a world that we live in become a better place. You know, it sucks right now. I want to see the upcoming years be amazing for us and our future children and their future children and anyone black, white, any race. So that'll close it for Brianna Pereira. For me, my name is Joey Mistretta. Thank you so much. See you guys next time. Mm -hmm.